Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to Her Journey to Self podcast. My name is Tamara and I am your host. I am so excited to be sitting down with an amazing guest today. She is a business owner and an entrepreneur, Landa Ampong. Welcome to the show. How are you today? I'm great. Thank you. So excited to be here. So honored and so blessed. Thank you for having me. Of course, of course. And it's actually good morning to you because you're in Hawaii, correct? Yes, correct. It is 10 a.m. ish here and I'm happy. Yeah, that's so exciting. I've never been to Hawaii. I want to go one day. So maybe now I have an excuse to visit. (laughs) Yes, let me know if you ever make it over here. (laughs) Yeah, of course. All right, so let's go ahead and jump in. So we met, well, this is our first time meeting like virtually, like face-to-face virtually, yeah, one-on-one, because we're both a part of the same mentorship community, um, the Flourish Effect. And I feel like this was kind of divine because I think it was when I did like my introduction post when I first joined the community and, you know, you talk about yourself, you you know, say what you have going on. I was speaking about how I just launched my podcast and you um, were like, oh, that sounds so good. And you actually went and listened to the podcast. (laughs) And, you know, first of all, thank you for the support because, you know, not everybody does that. Sometimes it just slips people's mind or, you know, they're just not interested. But you actually went and listened and then you left a review and you commented. And I was just like, oh, my gosh. (laughs) So, uh, first of all, thank you for that. I really, really appreciate it. And then um, you did something amazing this past year and um i i you posted a reel about it and i commented on that and then you said yeah i re-listened to um (laughs) your last podcast episode and i was just like what okay i was like first of all i have to have her on the show. So this is season three of the podcast. And this is the first time I'm actually interviewing guests. You know, the first two seasons was just me. And I was like, oh my gosh, I have to have her on the show. Um, So thank you so much for being here. But I just really want to talk about this big leap of faith that you recently took. So can you tell everybody about that? Yeah. So, um, my name is Londa, uh, and in February 2021, I resigned from my position to follow what I knew was God's calling for my life. Um, so 10 years of my career um, in hospitality, basically, and God was very clear that I needed to leave that behind and pursue a business that was God-centered. And... It was rough. <laughs> it was rough. Just like, like hearing him say that for months and coming to finally accept like this is what he was calling me to do because I had invested so much of my time, my life, my energy into the career that I built, um, thinking that I was walking in his calling that entire time, but really I was just making my own plans and it was his grace and his mercy. Um, as I was making my own plans. So um, resigned from my job in February 
and we launched a God-centered business, a faith-based athleisure apparel brand, e-commerce. And yeah, we launched in September and um, shortly after, I think maybe, I want to say like two to three weeks after, I got a call and we were awarded $25,000 of grant money um, for best business plan. Um, there was 80 students in the course and I was just, like I couldn't stop crying. <laughs> like when he called me, I could not stop crying because I really didn't think I was going to win because before that I was going through like the downside of beginning entrepreneurship, um, all this stuff with my identity, wanting to maybe go back because it was more comfortable. Um, so I really didn't think I would win because I wasn't really in the best place when I took that course and wrote the business plan. But by God's grace, you know, so yeah. Yeah, so it's so crazy how when we, you know, take that jump, that leap, and we're met with a lot of resistance and opposition, um, which is, you know, inevitable in life. And we feel like we're just like running up against the brick wall and we can't seem to get around it or go over it. And we start to question if we really heard from God and maybe we need to go back to where we were because, you know, we find comfort in that. But you stuck it out. So what was what did that process look like? What were some things that you did or what were some things that you told yourself to remind yourself and re-encourage yourself like, no, I am on the right path? Yeah. So at the beginning, it actually was all rainbows and butterflies. I was super excited, jumped in, and then reality started to set in. Also, my personal life, um, we went from one kid to four kids because um, we ended up basically adopting my nephews, my three nephews. And I had just gotten married too, so it's like all these life changes within three months. Um, and I thought I was all good. I was like, it's gonna be fine. Um, and then slowly it started creeping up on me and it was mostly like the enemy and of course myself and what I was rooted in before, what I thought success was. Um, and I didn't even realize I was at that place until like I would have hard days where I was crying or I would just feel like a dark cloud over my head. Um, but what really has helped me, honestly, is obviously God, you know, and really just going back to the word and making it very personal and asking him to speak very clearly to me and through other people, too. Joining that community was a blessing in disguise. I, She emailed. I didn't know I even was like on that email list and it was everything I needed. I needed other Christian women because, you know, being in the world, like, and my church is very small, so there's not very uh, many young women my age to relate to. Um, so community and then my Christian therapist, who's amazing, um, and just really working through um, like uprooting, you know, like digging real deep and finding out why do I feel the way I feel and how can I retrain my mind, um, my habits um, to, to just be better. And one practical thing that I started doing that really, really, really helped me, um, I think, you know, just as Christians and believers, if the enemy says something to you, you combat it with God's word and your truth 
um, in him. Um, but physically, I actually did like two columns. So it's like my negative thoughts and then literally wrote down my positive thoughts. And then those became my affirmations. Because it's one thing to be like, I am loved, I am, I am worthy, I am valued. But when thoughts are coming at you so specifically and so deeply rooted, um, you got to come back with that, like, um, yeah, personal response too, you know? Like one thing I would always tell myself is like, well, if you're not making a lot of money, then you're a loser and you're not successful. So I had to, you know, write down a positive thought and reaffirm myself like your success is not defined by money. You are not a loser because like I had to get really, really specific. So that's really helped me. Um, I'm still doing it. I have less bad days, but I still have them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that's that's normal. You know, that's just a sign of our humanity and you know even with affirmations i've learned that you have to believe them um you know i i just started reading her book dr caroline leaf um great resource she's a neuroscientist and has done a lot of you know um study with the brain and she even speaks about affirmation and how when we're using affirmations as a vehicle because not it's not the cure you know we have to believe the things that we are saying because if we don't, we're kind of creating like this war in our minds and our brains of negative thoughts and positive thoughts. So we're trying to like will ourselves into believing these positive thoughts. So even with my own personal affirmation practice, my affirmations are rooted in truth. And, you know, because oftentimes, you know, the negative thoughts that we have in our in our head, there are there's a part of that that we can pluck out where we can combat that with our own truth. So you may not feel like you're a beautiful person, but I bet if I ask you, well, do you find anything beautiful about you? Oh, I have beautiful eyes. So that's your affirmation. And you use that affirmation to slowly start to pick away that negative thought of I'm not beautiful, you know? So it really comes down to belief and we have to believe in the things that we actually say to really start to create that transformation in our lives. Yeah. So I, I love the name of the company, God's Lanes. How did you come up with that? Yeah. So, well, actually, and we haven't shared it with anyone, but um originally so here in maui and i'm gonna share it because i feel it <laughs> so maui, i mean you know we live on an island and our island is like between city and country um oahu has like the city life um here we it's very minimal so there's not a bowling alley and we both love bowling so in the future future if that's god's will if that's his lane for our lives um we would love to move in that direction and be the first one here in maui and for families to go and um, just commune with each other but we wanted to like reserve the name god's lanes so we did but then god poured into my husband and was like huh like we're we're moving with this business right now that's like our lane in life and i'm like oh, you're right and he's like so move with him like 
Um, everyone has their own lane. So originally it was like God's lanes, you know, bowling alley lanes. But then God just kind of like gave us both a revelation. Like we're moving with him in this business. We're moving with him in our fitness. We're moving with him in moving to a different home. We're moving with him. And it's our lane, you know. And oftentimes it's so easy to look over at someone's someone else's lane and compare. Um, but yeah, and then now it's just kind of, we kind of just built off of it, you know, like our mission is to encourage people to walk in their lane, God's lane for their life specifically. Um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of the background of how it came about. <laughs> I love that. That's just so amazing. You know how you, you start with one thing and then God just like takes it somewhere else for you. You, you look up and you're like somewhere else. Um, that's so amazing. And I love that you're working with your husband in the business. First of all, go back for a second. You got married. You instantly became a mom. You left your career and then you started a business. That is a lot. When did you get married? So we got married January 31st, 2021. And actually that was moving with God too, because we had this big wedding plan. Then COVID hit and we were like, we would have to wait a whole nother year, but we also knew, you know, God wanted us to be one, but we were also dealing with our own things with that. Like, but we want the whole experience. We want our family there. But then God convicted us both strongly. We moved quickly in that week. Everything was just fell into place. And it was just me, him, our daughter and our pastor and his family. And yeah, so got married January, quit in February. My nephews came um, in April, launched the business in September. <laughs> wow. Okay. We just need to take a moment to really digest all of that. That is a lot. I mean, it's a lot of, you know, amazing and beautiful things, but that is a lot <laughs> to do all in one year. Like we're still in, as we're recording this, we're still in 2021, you know, we're at the end of 2021. Um, wow. How have you remained sane <laughs> in all of this? Because that's so much change all at once, even though, you know, it's, you know, beautiful. It's still a lot of change for, for one person, for one family. How have you, you know, maintained your sanity through this? <laughs> yeah, like I said, when it all started, I jumped in and thought, okay, I got this. And then slowly it started creeping up. And um, just learning to have grace over myself. Um, and just because I'm a child of God, period, not because, oh, I was able to work on the business, take care of the kids. Yeah. So basically, um, how I kept saying was just remembering that I'm human and really for me, it was making a list again, practical, making a list at the end of the day, um, thanking God for everything that I was able to get done and, just yeah just being grateful for what I got done and then again just back to the things that you know my support I think support is huge and especially as an entrepreneur it's easy to isolate yourself because you're so zoned in on your business or whatever you're doing um so the TFC community and then my therapist and God and my best friends closest to me and my family and my husband um and also for me too I just have to mention for months until I posted that reel on Instagram, 
only people closest to me knew that I had left my job. So even when I would run into people on island because it's super small, depending on who it was, I wouldn't tell them. They'd ask, How, how's the airport? How's work? Oh, it's good. Because I was still working on myself internally to accept that I'm an entrepreneur. Like it was hard for me to even like say that. And, and also being careful with who you share it with. I wasn't I was in a very vulnerable state that it was hard for me to just say that and then them ask all these questions why and I wouldn't know how to answer. So it wasn't until that real that publicly everyone knew because I was very selective with who I shared it with um, to kind of just protect me and my sanity. Yeah, you know, that really hit me because you don't really hear a lot of people talk about that as far as being an entrepreneur and you know that beginning stage and that vulnerability and being confident and even saying like this is what I'm doing and I relate to that so much as an artist because even these past few years it's been hard for me to even still say oh I'm an actress because I haven't been working you know these past 21 months of the craziness you know I I've done a few things but it's like oh but can I still even call myself that and I don't want to go into the details or even with this podcast it's it's like yeah I put it out there and you know you know friends know about it but it's hard for me to really elaborate I guess because you know it's still in the beginning stages it's still so fresh and new and I think there's a little bit of fear there still, you know, like, well, what if it's just not going to be successful? What if, you know, it's it's just nothing, you know? And I think it's beneficial to actually speak about that, you know, especially with other people who are in your community, who are, you know, doing the same thing with other creatives and other entrepreneurs, because you, n- you realize you're not alone in that, you know, because <laughs> as soon as you you said that, I was just like, oh, wow, because I've never really expressed that to anybody else before. And I never heard anybody else say that, you know, so it's just like a little you're not alone, you know. Yeah, well, I kind of feel like that's what your your podcast is about, too. And like at least when I think of you and seeing you in the community, your whole thing is about like your testimony isn't just for you. So, but sometimes it's not that easy to just share your testimony because you're in the midst of it and it is very vulnerable. And, you know, some people, they know you, they know your heart, they know your background. Other people are just, um, you know, like friends of friends and, how much do you say to them? Do you even need to explain yourself to them? Are they going to understand? What are they thinking about you? And I think for me, like, that was the biggest struggle is how other people were going to think of me because that's something that runs really deep in my issues that I'm working with my therapist on. And also the fact that my entire identity, what I thought, what defined me, literally defined me, was no longer there. So I had nothing to, like, grasp onto anymore. Um, so seeing someone and being like, oh, I'm an entrepreneur, like I didn't even launch my business yet. Can I say that exactly like what you were saying? I haven't been working. Can I say that I'm still an artist, but you know, like 
God is just so, I'm just thinking about him. He's just so good because like he will see you through it. You know, he, if he made you a promise, if he called you to it, then he will see you through it. And I think for me, that's why I was crying so much when we won that grant for our business, because that was months of not seeing, just kind of going through the, the pain, the growing pains and not really seeing any fruition. I mean, given we didn't launch our business officially, but we were working behind the scenes. And then when he, and then our launch, you know, it, of course I, I wanted it to be like sold out, you know, like, of course, but it wasn't, you know, and we're, we're, we're only, what is it? September, October, November, not even three months yet. So I need to be patient. First of all, things don't just grow overnight, but just for him to like show me that quickly two to three weeks after we launched like hey you're doing the right thing like you are walking in your lane. I did call you to resign from your job here's the seed to your business yes yes yeah those those gentle reminders and those gentle nudges are so comforting and so needed because uh, there are going to be so many moments where you really question and you doubt and you you just want to give up. It's like, it's hard to hold on to that. It's hard to keep the faith, really. How do you find yourself combating those fears on a day-to-day -day basis? Um, I think for me, it's just sitting with my my fears and my feelings. Uh, finding out where it's actually really coming from, you know, and then validating myself like, okay, like, you can feel this way today, because like, for example, if I feel like I didn't get much done, which is often what I feel because I'm used to doing so many things. Um, you can feel like you didn't get everything done, but you did inventory, you did this and this and this and this. And the reason why you don't feel like you got everything done is because usually you're in a corporate setting and you have like six meetings you have to go to and your reality now is you don't have to do that. So it's okay that you feel this way, but know that you got it done. So that's like a daily basis thing for me. Um, it's just letting myself feel what I feel, acknowledging it and not like pushing it to the side and then just moving forward. Yeah, yeah. That's so good, you know, but we don't, we don't like to sit with our feelings. We don't want to, <laughs> we don't want to feel it. We just want to ignore it. Yeah, but you got it <laughs> and yes, you got, you have to feel it. You have to move through those emotions. You know, I've mentioned before <sighs> finding comfort in pain. And when you say it out loud, it's like, why would I do that? But I think so many of us do do that, you know, because it's comfortable and we've been here before. We know the end result, which is stay the same. And it's easier to stay there versus going out and trying to improve and trying to transform because you know there's a possibility, well, that that this may not work out. That is the possibility. But we have to be confident in knowing that everything is not going to work out the way that we envision it to work out. Sometimes it's not supposed to work out that way because there's a lesson there, you know? And every you mentioned before, you know, about everything being butterflies and rainbows. And sometimes it's not butterflies. 
and rainbows. Sometimes it's really hard and excruciating pain, but we have to walk through that and we have to allow ourselves to walk through that. So I'm glad that you mentioned like sitting with your feelings, sitting with your fear and also peeling back those layers and digging deep. Because sometimes I don't think people want to dig deep. They don't really want to get to the root because again, that hurts too, you know, like why am I feeling this way? You know, you know, there's something that I have to admit, I don't always do it, but I think it's a really good idea. (laughs) But just whenever I'm facing some type of resistance um, or if I'm triggered into a bad habit, you know, grabbing my journal and writing out, okay, why am I feeling like this right now? Why do I want to eat a pound of chocolate chip cookies, even though, (laughs) even though, you know, I said, I, you know, going to go easy on the desserts this week. Um, And then if I make this decision to surrender to this negative habit, what will be the outcome? Is that outcome going to get me closer to my goal or is it going to pull me further away? You know, and that's, that's work. So I understand why people are like, I'm just going to stay in my, in my comfort zone. Like, I know it's not good for me. I know it's not healthy for me, but all of that is work. And I don't want to deal with that. I don't want to cry. I'm just going to go sit on the couch and binge Netflix so I can numb myself. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think that's a part of being human and also just, you know, living in this world. It's like instant gratification. Like, okay, like I don't want to feel, I'm already feeling pain. I don't want to go any deeper because I'm going to feel more pain. So instant gratification, going to eat the cookies, going to watch Netflix because, I can relate to that specifically with Netflix. When I was in my like down, feeling down and whatever uh, season during this entrepreneurship journey, I would just watch Netflix all day. Um, But then I realized through speaking with my therapist, like you're still not having grace with yourself because as I was watching Netflix, I would be working out or folding laundry or something. So again, going back to looking at how much did I do today? Um, but yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you keep mentioning your therapist. I recently just started therapy too. Like, was it October? Um, I've been wanting to start therapy for a long time. And one of the reasons why I think therapy is so great and so beneficial is it gives you time and a moment to really connect with someone who's not in your immediate circle, And I know that sometimes that can be frightening for some people. Like, well, I don't know you. And I'm a very personal person. And (laughs) sometimes, you know, even with my close friends, when I start to, like, divulge information, I can sometimes immediately clench up and, like, put that wall back up. I'm like, oh, I'm afraid. But there has been something remarkable happening because there's this outside person that doesn't have a connection to me, you know, other than being my therapist, where I'm able to really release. And it's every time we have a session, I'm always like, I had no idea we were going to go there because we start talking about things, especially if she gave me like an assignment to work on. And then we start talking about things. And then the next thing I know, we're talking about like childhood and I was 12 and you know it's like and then putting those pieces together it's like oh my gosh so it really just gives you that time to process 
all of your feelings. And it just happens so, if you have a really great therapist, it just happens so organically. You know, you're literally just having a conversation like we are right now. And then next thing you know, you're talking about, you know, a trigger that developed 10, 15 years ago. You had no idea why, you know? <laughs> yeah, and it's nice though, because you're learning about yourself and then you're learning like, what things you can change, what things you can keep the same and just like the why, you know, and yeah, like what I was saying earlier about the whole validation thing, like understanding, like, it's not necessarily a bad thing that you do this. This is why you do this. This is where you learned it from. So what are you going to do now? Right. It's all a process. It's all a process. <laughs> Speaking of um, your business, I want to learn a little bit more about your purpose behind the business and how that impacts your community and your family. Because I definitely believe that everything is connected and we typically don't have a vision that's solely only to illuminate one part of our lives, you know, everything is connected. So how has this journey into entrepreneurship influenced or impacted, you know, your community or your, your home life with your family? Yeah. So um, I think to understand that is to understand the little bit behind God's lanes and why we went with faith-based athleisure apparel. So for us during COVID, um, we picked up a new habit of consistently working out. Like we would, you know, we wouldn't say we were gym rats or anything like, but sometimes we'd get a workout in. But once COVID hit, we started CrossFit um, and we're going like six days a week. And as a family, we were doing that. So my husband and our daughter and me. And so it was a part of our daily routine. And then we wanted to glorify God in that as well. So we were taking care of our bodies, our temples, our gifts from God, uh, but we wanted to glorify him and we couldn't find much. So that's the behind the scenes of why faith-based athleisure apparel. Um, and then actually moving with it, um, we were, we were thinking about, you know, like our mission, like everyone else's lane, like we want when they put on our clothes that there, cause there would be actually like biblical scriptures on them that if they're having a bad day, they can just look at their leg and just remember, you know, God's goodness. And then also at that time, I would, I transitioned back into work, um, into the workplace. So bringing that aspect in and having to transition from working out to dropping off our daughter to school to going to work, like I needed to make sure that I could do that pretty quickly. Um, so wearing some athleisure apparel um, to transition through the different roles you have in your life. Um, and then when it comes to just like how it's affected our family, I would say tremendously um, and still kind of learning how to balance being a parent specifically and being an entrepreneur business owner and having to explain to the kids like why we do what we do. And you know, being kids, they ask questions that are just for me, like in my head is just like so worldly and then like, but valid. But then for me, it's like, I have my own identity stuff. So I'm like, why are they asking this? Um, but for example, like how much money did you make today? You know, and, and having to explain to them, like, it's not just about the money, you know, and that's one of the biggest things I've learned too through God's lanes. Like if we wanted to make a profitable 
whole business, we probably wouldn't have gone with this, honestly, because like, as you can kind of see, we have some of the inventory here. It's not drop shipping, anything that's super efficient. Like it's actually a lot of work. And if we wanted to make money, we'd probably do stocks or something, you know, or, or I think something else. Um, and then for the future, you know, I think that's how it would, I mean, right now it affects our community in terms of Maui County, because we do use local vendors when we can, like for our printing, we use um, a local vendor actually right up the street from us. And um, eventually I've been praying currently, I'm waiting on God still, if he wants us to go to like the local farmers markets um, and not just be e-commerce based, you know, and put ourselves out there to the community to reach more people. Um, and then in the future, future, hopefully, you know, it would be profitable enough where we could bless other entrepreneurs, you know, because this $25,000, like this is setting us up for two to three years down the road, you know, to, to pay things. So I don't have to worry about it or pull it out of our own personal finances. And so in the future, we hope that we can be a blessing to others, um, whether that's nonprofit organizations and there's some we've been looking into and also um, just being able to be that seed, you know, help be a seed into someone's business because it's just, it's such a journey, you know, it, it really is. Did I answer your question? <laughs> yes. Yes. And you know, and that's just so honorable, the desire to want to help and to serve and i think that is a huge lesson to show your children you know like you said you know you told them it's not all about the money and it shouldn't be all about the money because we are here you know basically to serve you know other people to serve the world so i really i really appreciate that um oh, man what has been the biggest lesson you have learned so far throughout this journey? Personally, for me, it really is always going to go back to, um, like, my identity, my definition of success, and literally, like, our company slogan, moving with him. And, and just to do that, like, that's been the biggest lesson is literally just move with him doesn't matter how you feel God's gonna do what he's gonna do so move with him because if you move with yourself you know he's still gonna make it happen so you're just gonna take the long route you know um, and just lit I mean it's just taught me so much just to trust in him like that's what faith is all about like believing in something you don't see and it's it's been really, really, really hard to do that because what I've come from was always so certain. I work hard, I get the next position, and I get really good money. But now it's like I'm working for the kingdom, and now we just wait. <laughs> so just, but it's way more fulfilling, you know? So that's why we really want to encourage everyone to move with him because. It's, I can't even explain it. It's so different, the, the feeling of success that I got from my career um, being in the secular world. And now, like, my every day is just talking about God. And I love it. <laughs> so awesome. <laughs> so how do you define success now? 
Oh gosh, really? You're gonna hit me with that? Because like literally my therapist always asks me this every time, but I always kind of forget my new definition because I could write a whole essay on it. Um, but how I would define success now is um, not monetary for sure, because that was straight what my idea of success was. Um, I would say finding for me personally, success is finding a healthy and comfortable balance and having a strong relationship with God. And now I have to ask you, well, what do you think balance is? Because <laughs> I just recently, you're like, stop asking me all of these questions. <laughs> but, but seriously, like sometimes I cringe whenever the conversation about balance comes up. Like, how do you balance? I think part of it is because it's typically only asked to women, you know, like, how do you balance work and home life? Blah, 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 you know, <laughs> but I my perspective is that balance doesn't always mean equal parts. And the best way for me to describe this is when you think about having a balanced diet. You know, oftentimes you think about having your macros, you know, carbs, protein, and fat. You're not eating the same amount of carbs and fat. You may eat the same amount of carbs and protein, but not carbs and fat. Because, yeah, I mean, that that is a recipe for disaster, <laughs> you know. And when you calculate your macros, you have like a certain amount of grams for protein, a certain amount of grams for fat, and a certain amount of grams for carbs. You complete this healthy and wholesome diet. And it is a balanced diet. So balance doesn't always, because I think people think like, oh, I need to put my my energy over here, but then I also need to put my energy over here. And like, how am I juggling all of this? Well, no, no, no. You may put more, you know, weight in this basket. And then you may have a little less weight in this basket, but eventually it's going to even out. And sometimes this basket may be up here. Sometimes this basket may be up there, depending on different seasons, of your life and that is okay that is okay i wish more people would realize that that balance doesn't necessarily have to mean equal parts it's really just creating this this homeostasis within within your life you know and i think that's that's a really huge lesson for all of us to learn really yeah I wish I would have talked to you before and asked you what your definition of balance was because I needed that at the beginning. Um, because I now, after going through like the the last year in the entrepreneurship journey, that's kind of how that is how I define balance too. Is it doesn't need to be equal. And for me, I've always been all in, hustle, or all out. And that goes with you know the yo-yo dieting too, and all of that, and being being um, 100 and then doing nothing for three months. And yeah, it's just kind of like what God's lanes was too. Like we went 100% in on working out and taking care of our bodies. We still haven't given up, obviously. Um, and, and also now running a business and the kids, you know, maybe 
maybe I do need to spend more time on the business. So I just need to make sure I communicate that with my family and be like, hey, I'm going to close the door for the next two hours. Uh, but if you guys need anything, just knock. But please give me these two hours. And then when I come out, we can watch a movie. And then sometimes it's it doesn't really need my mental attention too much. Like I'm designing something on Canva where I can just sit on the couch with them next to me. And maybe it's recording reels with them, which they love to do, which is fun for them. Um, intertwining and not always seeing that it has to be separate, I think too is a big part of balancing. And I'm also tracking my macros as well. So I love eating my Rice Krispie every day, my Rice Krispie treat every day. It's only 90 calories, higher in carbs, but as long as I hit my protein and fat, then it's fine. Um, but yeah, I think it's it's also balance is also removing the all in all out mindset. Yeah, yeah, and you know, <laughs> it's so crazy because I just said all of that, but even you know, Lord, think, thinking about fitness and wellness, like that has been such a struggle this past year I think part of it is because I don't know if you knew but um, I'm a fitness instructor and um, Pilates instructor and I was planning on <laughs> yeah I uh you know I gave birth in February I was planning on going back to work at the studio you know in like the fall of like 2020 but of course you know life just completely changed and I never went back to work so I feel like Part of my struggle has been like, one, like we've been living in very stressful times. I'm a new mom, you know, I had to move, just so many different things happen. But also feeling like something was taken away from me, which I also feel like is part of my purpose and it's a huge passion of mine. So I feel like when, when you said that either it's all in or all out, I feel like I've been going back and forth with that and trying to find like that spark again and like just earlier today being comfortable in where I am right now like this is where you are it doesn't mean you're all out you know by any means you know because sometimes it's like well fine this is where I am right now I'm just going to stop working out for a month I'm going to stop eating healthy for a month and then I'll just get back into it like no that that's that's not what that's not what we're saying <laughs> what we're saying is acknowledge where you are right now at the same time, take care of yourself, take care of your health, because it's not all about looks, you know, especially for me, you know, it's about a whole mind, body and spirit, you know, practice when it comes to wellness. And no, you don't have to be all in right now, like working out six days a week and avoiding bread at all costs, you know, <laughs> you don't have to be all in, but you, all, you also don't take yourself all the way out so that's just such a good reminder and just you know that awareness of like yeah you may understand like the balance aspect in one area of your life but then when it comes to another area of your life you like get amnesia and you're like you know I I have no idea how to do this <laughs> yeah and I think it comes to to also realizing what season you're in and sometimes you can like forecast what season you're going to be in like whether or not your business is busier or you know you have more opportunities for acting or you're going to go back to um teaching classes just recognizing like okay well this is going to be a busy season for me so i know i'm not going to be able to meal prep every single day but this is what i can do you know i think just like acknowledging 
and trying to prepare as much as possible, but giving yourself grace when like you didn't hit the mark that you had set for yourself too. Yeah, yeah, I haven't meal prepped in. <laughs> yeah, I haven't either. I like, and because now I'm an entrepreneur, I actually really love that because now I can just, if I'm hungry, I'm gonna go put it in my fitness pal. This is what I wanted to eat today. <laughs> yeah yeah so you know there's a lot of freedom in the unexpected and sometimes you know we want to sometimes we're annoyed by it but if we actually sit back we can see the beauty in it too you know things don't always have to be so structured and the way that we did it a year ago it's probably not going to be that same way because again you're in a different season of your life so yeah this was so much fun talking with you <laughs> there are so many different nuggets that you dropped that i really think that people can really like hold on to and just tangible and practical practical things that people can really start to implement in their own lives so thank you for all of for all of that <laughs> now i definitely want people to shop your store so where can people find you yeah, so it's just the company name, God's Lane. So www.godslanes.com, Instagram, God's Lanes, Facebook, God's Lanes. Um, and then personally, my Instagram is Londa.ompong. Great. I will put all of that in the show notes. Um, yeah, the apparel looks so good. I definitely have to get my hands on some. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. It was a joy. Listen. If you have ever needed a reminder to go after it, to jump, to take the leap, and to trust God in the process, Londa is it. I hope that you have extracted so much from this episode. I will be sure to leave all of the information down below in the show notes so that you can shop the line. Remember, as always, that your testimony is not for yourself. It is for the world. Until next time, peace, love, and light. Yeah, yeah, yeah.